We're joined in studio uh, by David Ryan, who is a professional boxer from Clare, who's been nominated for the IrishBoxing.com Professional Debut of the Year Award. Uh, the awards take place uh, later this month, and we're glad to have David in to chat to us about his career so far, the awards, and his hopes for his career going forward. And also with us in studio is David's trainer, Sean Kelly. And uh, gentlemen, you're both very welcome to the programme. Thanks very much. Uh, thanks very much for coming in. Uh, so, David, um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got into boxing? I always ask this about uh, boxers in Clare. I've interviewed a few of them at various different age grades, and there seems to be a lot of talent coming through in Clare. But you know, what was there an era of boxing that you watched growing up, or were you, you know, were you looking back at the old Ali fights and that kind of a thing? Uh, it was just something I kind of fell into. Uh, all my friends were just going to the club, and I went with them one day, and that was it. Just kind of hooked to it. So others were doing it. Um, did it take a while? Of you know, were they boxing for quite a while before you kind of asked? Well, you know, I wouldn't mind going along, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in trying out. I think I said it was like for, I was in first year in school, and then after school we all went to the club, and that was it. We've been there since. So what age would that have been <coughs> roughly? It's about thirteen, fourteen. So, yeah. And yeah. and did like did you take to it straight away? Because you were. Um, Kickboxing as well. That's I, I started kickboxing first, and then I was always kind of more boxing. I wouldn't have been a big kicker. So, if you were training, and I was training with the lads. I was just boxing mainly. So kind of that stood to me a bit more. And then I won everything as a kickboxer. I then decided to turn pro after that in boxing. So, uh, how long did you keep the you know the, the the kickboxing and boxing go along in parallel for a little while before you, you, you the the kickboxing <coughs> fell away? They kind of go hand in hand, like because if you've good hands in boxing or in kickboxing, you only have to throw six kicks, seven kicks around, so you can box away after that. Then and you kind of get away with it. So they kind of go hand in hand, like boxing will kind of help you go a bit further in the kickboxing. Yeah. So just before COVID, I decided to turn pro. In boxing, and then COVID happened, so I kind of put a hold on everything. But I was just training away and waiting until like just everything was back open. And then the minute it was open, I got my license and I was good to go. Not being really fit enough to do either, so I'm not really speaking from a place of experience. But it seems like you've, you've enough on your plate with boxing uh, and all the technique involved with using your hands without having to bring your feet into the yeah, equation. Yeah, one hundred percent. So, at what point? Where, where were you training? You know, what club were you going to where you first started boxing? So when I was a kid, I actually, like, seven or eight I was, I actually was, I lived in Limerick. And I first started boxing in St. Munchen's Boxing Club. Hmm. And then we moved to Shannon and there was no, there was no boxing club, so it was only a kickboxing club, so we done that. And then I was always mad to go back boxing, but there was none in Shannon, so then I started training with Sean just after COVID. And then boxing was just, I'll go from that then. Okay, and Sean enters the picture. And Sean, tell tell us a bit about your background as a trainer. Uh, yeah, I've trained professionally now three years. I have uh, four pro fighters of a stable of amateurs, about 50 amateurs in Limerick. And um, yeah, it's going quite well at the minute. I first started working with David, what, about two years ago now, David? Years ago, yeah. I heard a good bit about David as a kickboxer. You know, David's a very successful kickboxer, world champion kickboxer. A lot of big domestic wins under his belt, uh, as long as he's been doing it. And I heard he was a... Uh, he was really good with his hands, as he said. Um, I was training a guy from Galway, Damien, wasn't it? Damien. And uh, one of my amateurs in Limerick, Adam, I heard uh, Dave was round away, so we travelled out to Shannon one day to do a bit of sparring with him and very impressed with him. So I think we got him into Limerick for sparring then another day. And he had said then that he was interested in going pro. 
Um, he got in touch with one of my boxers' managers and uh, he kicked on from there. He had a great debut then a couple of months ago and uh, I think we're going to have a very successful year with him this year, you know, so we're looking forward to a lot. Yeah, um, yeah, happy to be working with David anyway. Yeah, yeah we'll, t- we'll touch on that. A very, very impressive debut in, in just a little bit. But I'm just interested, Sean, when you hear, obviously if you hear word of an exciting prospect that you know straight away your antenna is up when they're a kickboxer if you hear something good about them are, are you interested straight away because obviously well they have to be good with their feet but surely they must be decent with their hands as well yeah 100% there's a lot of crossovers going on in uh, combat sports as you say these days like there's MMA fighters going to boxing there's boxing fighters going to like this new BKB thing you know it's people are kind of um, integrating a lot and as David said, if you're good with your hands, like it's very intriguing for me to hear of a kickboxer who's good with their hands. Do you know, it's a little bit different that I can work with. They're not your standard amateur, you know. So like, um, and David, like, is a very smooth fighter. He switches easy, you know. He's e- he was easy to work with. Like one of my most successful fighters at the minute is actually a crossover fighter from Thai boxing, who's a current um, BUI super middleweight champion, Jamie Morrissey. So um, I've done a good bit of work with him, so I was very open to the idea of working with David, who comes from a kickboxing background. And did you have a bit of a boxing career yourself, yeah, or I did started, you just get into training? Or? No, I started boxing when I was 10 years old in St. Francis, boxed competitively for about 11 or 12 years, stood out of it and kind of made a couple of comebacks in between that then again, but I've been coaching kind of full-time for nearly three years now, like, so I'm really enjoying it. There really is such a brilliant <clears throat> culture of boxing in this country and, uh, you know, the, the, the talk of it not being in the, the, the Paris Olympics for 2024, I think it'd be terrible for Ireland in you know, our medal prospects because we just have such a, a great history of it. Yeah, it's definitely our most successful Olympic sport anyway and the standard of amateur boxing certainly in Ireland is at the highest standard across Europe. All we're behind in the world is probably the Cubans, the Russians and somewhere like uh, Uzbekis and Azerbaijans you know, are real standout nations but Ireland are a really, really good boxing nation and it's really starting to you're starting to see it coming through the professional ranks as well. A lot of the amateurs are turning over, so it's really, really good. Uh, just before we go back to David and get on to, you know, the, the, the first professional fight, bo- bo- boxing as an outlet, like I think sport in general, Sean, for, for young young fellas and, and young girls as well, who maybe, you know, kind of given them a focus that takes them away from maybe uh, less, uh, you know, the kind of a, a life where maybe they'd be getting up to no good, that they can get into the gym and they're working out, they're keeping fit, but it gives them discipline and, and that kind of structure to their life. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Boxing has always been kind of a working class sport as well so guys coming from working class backgrounds they could be um, you know, they're kind of people who could be hanging around the streets and getting themselves into a bit of like um, trouble and stuff like that so when they come into gyms, especially in our gym and I'm sure every other gym around the country, like anyone is welcome no matter what background you're from, where you're from what you do or what you've done in the past mm. once you're in our gym and you want to train, we're happy to have you there as well as discipline, it gives you a certain um, belief in yourself. You know, team sports are great for integrating and mixing with other people, but the self-confidence that it gives in a guy to come into a boxing yeah. gym and know he can hold his own standing in the ring with someone else is, um, you know, mentally, you know, you're well able to take care of yourself and stuff like that as well. So it's really, I think it's very important for um, for any young lad to maybe come into a boxing gym. It might not suit everyone, but some people will definitely take them and it, um, it stands to them throughout life, not just in boxing, but in the way they carry themselves throughout life, I think. So David, how did you handle yourself in the ring when you first came to Sean and 
you're focusing solely on that boxing path was yeah. it kind of good from the word go or was there a lot of work to do there because I think particularly maybe this is one for Sean that crossover of kickboxers and people involved in <coughs> mixed martial arts and maybe I'm using an extreme example here or an extremely bad example but the time Conor McGregor fought uh, Floyd Mayweather and you know you watch McGregor maybe not McGregor nowadays but back when he was top of the world in UFC um, you know really really good all round fighter but in terms of and I know Floyd Mayweather is a very technical boxer very few boxers have ever laid a glove on him but when Conor McGregor hit him his punches were pretty powder puff yeah do you uh, have to do you have to build up that strength in your hands you definitely do yeah uh, you have to be passionate about it you really got to work towards it like uh, if you're not going to put the work in you're not going to get the results and I've been putting the work in Sean's been putting the work in we're all putting the work in so we will get the results so the timeline then from when you started training really intensively with Sean to when you fought uh, Bray and Morena, how long was it before that first pro fight? Uh, so we had, we, once we started training we were kind of always working together. Uh, then we had about, I went away on holidays, I got engaged actually and then when I came back I got a phone call, I've got you booked to fight, get into camp, start training, let's lose weight, it's good to go then the minute that was done. Celebrated the engagement a lot, did you? Yeah, <laughs> small bit, small bit too much. But uh, once you have a date, you you will work like it's it makes things easier. Okay, and from your point of view, then, Sean, the, the lead in for, to that fight with Morena, did you feel you know how mu- how much work had to be done to get David ready for that? Was it more than what you would have to do with someone who had been boxing kind of as their sole? sporting outlet from a young age or? yeah funnily enough like as good as David was in kickboxing I, I feel like he probably had to change his shape like a conventional boxer and a conventional kickboxer are very different like kickboxers will carry a wider stance obviously they have to kick yeah. um, but you know in fairness he did transition quite easy but you know funnily enough uh, he got a name a guy called Moreno I'd seen him fighting twice in Ireland already and to be honest the time that I'd seen him fighting he lost that local guy from Belfast I genuinely thought that he probably could have got a draw out of that fight if not nicked it thought it was a really dangerous opponent who came to fight and then uh, I think his last fight was live on BT Sport against he was a big underdog and a way fighter against uh, a Frank Warren fighter and Moreno scored a devastating knockout could have been one of the knockouts of the year yeah. and I'm like oh my god like, this guy carries power this is a very dangerous <laughs> fight for David to take so we went up to Belfast and I said like I kinda, I wouldn't say it to David I'd say it to his manager you know you could have got us an easier fight for the first fight this guy's coming off a tremendous knockout like I didn't say it to David like you know yeah. like, you're not in face him anyway regardless I was like yeah let's just play it safe so David we're going to just go in and work behind the jab we're just going to keep it nice and easy get the four rounds under your belt, get the win, we go home, regroup and we go again. He's like, yeah, 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 we'll stick behind the jab, he said. Then he runs out and he just like starts throwing <laughs> bombs at this guy, like trying to take his head off. And the guy starts throwing a few bombs back at him like, oh my God, what are we have to do? <laughs> but he actually boxed really good, he boxed very uh, composed, he's like a guy who was in a box ring his whole life and he got a great win. So, you know, it actually all it went well for a finish, you know. <laughs> it sounds like one of the Rocky films where he, bar- he, bar- he barely yeah. does any yeah, defensive like work a, at all. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like it a small bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did that help though, um, Sean David's mentality you know you'd seen Marina could be very dangerous and you're kind of worried uh, for his first professional outing but the fact that David was kind of laid back and not phased oh yeah it didn't knock a star out of him like yeah like I said he was happy like uh, I was going to say like, can we, let's, uh, let's go on the back foot a little bit because David's a uh, taller than a range he'll reach on him it would have been easier for him to box that range just working his job but like you know David uh, like his crowd was there it was on live on TV you know like, you know, I know he wanted to put on a show and he certainly did put on a show and he got he had a great performance for a finish the crowd were on their feet like it was 
I think um, actually later on the show there was a great fight as well. I think a knockout of the year was scored on it. Yeah. So it could be on the same show there was a debut of the year and a knockout of the year. The crowd were on their feet for the whole uh, night. It was a really good night in Belfast. That, that's, a, that's a pretty good card. Um, and the fact that it was, as you say, Jean, it was on TG Cahar. And, you know, for your first professional outing, David, for it to be usually entertaining, that grabs a, a lot of attention. And oh, yeah, it does, definitely. Yeah, no, irishboxing.com said the Shannon kickboxing convert was thrown straight, straight in at the deep end in November which I think Sean has just outlined uh, when he was matched with Nicaraguan danger man Brian Marina in Belfast Ryan rolls to the challenge in a fun war there's two words that you'd never think go together a fun war and we can't wait to see him in domestic fights at light welterweight uh, starting with a bang yeah 100% uh, yeah it was a bit of a dangerous fight uh, my manager Ian sent me a video of him and just before I accepted the fight and it was literally 10 seconds of him knocking some guy out on BT Sports and I was like alright this this will make me work a small bit more so it was good it, you know made me really put the head down and get a good few weeks behind me so it was it was nice You described it as uh, you said it was a, a kind of fairly easy fight the fight was actually fairly easy <laughs> It was uh, I could have made it a lot easier uh, as Sean said I got straight into a war where I shouldn't have I kind of came out through a one-two hook and whatever way I hit him I just felt like it, he didn't like it and I could have got him out of there but my old game plan went out the window didn't listen to Sean for the first two rounds the last two rounds then I kind of listened a bit more but the next one I listened a bit more <laughs> <laughs> maybe did you expect that to a certain extent Sean that you know maybe you've had it with other fighters it's their first professional outing uh, enthusiasm lack of experience at that level you know, going forward, David, now, no, he's learned his lesson. He started well, but he's learned his lesson and he'll stick to the plan going forward. Well, yeah, in saying that, even though he did stand a little bit taught, like, obviously, uh, for me, first and foremost, as a coach, I like guys to win their own. Like, you know, that for me, like, even if it's a boring fight and they're winning, I'm happy with that. We'll take a win all day. Yeah. Uh, as a fighter, you want to be remembered to be in, uh, in a big... Um, Exciting, fun wars, as you described them there a minute yeah. ago. Like you know, that's what like you, you mentioned yourself. The Rocky movies, everyone remembers those <laughs> exciting fights, you know, and uh, that's what fighters want to be remembered for being an exciting fighter. For me as a coach, I want to get a win, you know, and uh, like I said, whether it's negative or positive, we want to win first and foremost. But I'm saying that David, like you, he did look comfortable in there. There wasn't at any point where I thought we were in any trouble in the four rounds. So. You know, I was happy with his performance, you know, like I said, um, it could have uh, been a bit more negative and won a little bit easier, but the other side of that then is he wouldn't have been up for our debut of the year, it wouldn't have been as exciting a fight, he wouldn't have got the Belfast crowd behind him as well, which I'm sure we'll all remember him for his next fight on the 4th of February too, so like I said, I actually worked his advantage for a finish, the fact that he did take him on and went uh, a bit more taught to one side and we didn't stand taught to one slug in a slug fist. He did show his technical side and his skills as well as that, you know. So I was really happy with the performance looking back at it. And the fact that David did decide to take him on a bit more than I would have liked him to probably played his advantage uh, in the long run. And the fact then, irishboxing.com, uh, you've, you've been nominated for professional debut of the year. Uh, very, very pleasing. Yeah, very pleasing. Uh, it'd be nice to kickstart my career with that. When I was getting my license, a lot of people were kind of... It was hard enough to get because I had no boxing background, so it'll stand that bit further when I have it. It'll look good, you know, because I wasn't getting my license because I had no boxing background, and then I had to go spar to get it, and then I could show them that I could box, and then win the, if I win this award, 
it looked good you know and just that process actually <coughs> on, on securing a boxing licence because obviously it can be a dangerous sport there yeah. are a lot of checks and balances involved yeah. in that and it, particularly if you're coming from a background where you don't have a huge amount of boxing yeah. experience they do put you through a rigorous enough yeah. application process yeah it was hard enough uh I think it took me about two years, but like that was oh, true yeah. COVID and also it was a bit harder. Yeah. But the minute COVID was out of the way, my manager Ian booked me into spars, got this done, and then I had my license within a day or two. Then you have to go to like a big medical background and I had all that done, passed all that, and then I was good to go. Good stuff. And uh, Marina is uh, done and dusted. And next port to call for both of you, no doubt, and maybe another couple of people is January 26th, the award ceremony in Dublin. They all bring the gang along. Yeah, small gang, why not? Yeah, yeah, we'll be up there, yeah, definitely. Hopefully we'll uh, secure the debut of the year award. I'm actually up for Irish Trainer of the Year as well. I don't think I'll get it, but for me to be nominated, I'm happy enough with it. But um, I, I think David's debut, I think, was definitely the best debut um, from any debutant in Ireland this year. So I'm hoping and I'm optimistic that he might get it. Fantastic. You, you, you slip that in fairly under the radar. You're up for Trainer of the Year as well? Yeah, I am up for Trainer of the Year. I had two domestic title wins this year with two good fighters um, who I brought through from one who would kind of semi-retire I brought him back yeah. and one guy who I brought over from a Thai background but um, yeah I was happy with that I'm nominated next to some great trainers Pascal Collins Steve Collins his brother with that yeah. and Pete Taylor is up for it as well um, Ian Mahood is up for it he won an IBO world title with Anthony Kikachi and D Walsh is up for it he also won a world title with Patrick McCrory so me I reckon I'd be at the tail end of the group but as I said the fact that I got nominated alone I'm happy with but uh, yeah, I will definitely go up. To, uh, we'll definitely go up there. And, uh, it's only a week before. Um, a week before the fight. A week before the fight. So uh, the week after that, we'll be off up to Belfast. We have two lads on the same bill, and we're hoping to come away with two wins. Oh, very good. Okay, so it's the week before a fight. So y- y- it, you'll be off to bed early, all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah without a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that kind of disappointing that there's a fight a week later? Small <laughs> <laughs> uh, That'll fairly halt your gallop. But uh, look, best of luck to both of you. Uh, hopefully, the, there's at least one, if not two, uh, award winners. Uh, a lot competition as I say Sean but even just for both of you to be nominated yeah. is, is is fantastic so uh, I was going to ask you what's next you, you got a fight at the start of February who are you up against we are up against uh, some guy from Scotland I'm not sure of his name to be honest yes, the pronunciation of his name is tough he's like he's yeah. an Eastern European name but he's based in Scotland he's fought some he's fought some good guys he's, um, he's a losing record but he's a tough guy and um like I said, he's going to be durable. He's going to look to be there in front of David for the whole fight. But um, I think this is going to be a good fight and a good opposition for David to showcase his talent. So hopefully we're going to be able to get some kind of stream yeah. and hopefully people will be able to see it. You know? Brilliant stuff. Look, it's great to see uh, Clare athletes doing well. And as I say, there's a real uh, quality and a lot of good young boxers coming through as well. And um, it looks like an exciting 2023 ahead if David comes through that fight relatively unscathed. Are there potential for another couple of fights uh, before the end of the year is out yeah without a doubt he's actually second fight now on a Mark Dunlop show and Dun- a Mark Dunlop seems to be quite busy in Belfast he definitely has about maybe six or seven shows a year up there so I'm sure he'll have another out uh, probably around Paddy's Day I know there's a big show in yeah. Belfast uh, Paddy's Day Padraig McCrory's headlining the SSE arena so who knows a big big performance up here might, um, 
might sneak him in the back door of that show we'll see what happens well, fair play I was only in the SSC arena myself for a gig there in November yeah. in December big big venue and uh, should be a good occasion particularly uh, uh, Paddy's Day as you say or that uh, in or around that time well look uh, David best of luck to you uh, Thanks, you're in you're in more than capable hands there with Sean by the sounds of it and Sean best of luck to you Thanks as well both of you with the award ceremony uh, next week and with the rest of the year going forward and do let us know how you get on uh, at the award ceremony whether you win or not and uh, whether you get to bed before midnight uh, so thanks very much guys David Ryan and Sean Kelly there with us on Morning Focus uh, Mr.